Welcome to Local Gov Matters, the podcast that talks about the latest issues facing Wisconsin. In this podcast, we discuss what's happening at the state capitol and in counties around the state. You'll hear from state elected officials, county leaders, and other experts and advocates. We'll provide the local impact of state legislation and insights into how county government works and how it impacts you. It's the background, the stories, and even some insider baseball that will help you frame the issues and make it worth your listen. So whether you're sitting at your desk, driving in your car, or enjoying your morning coffee, we're thrilled you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome to Local Gov Matters. I'm Michelle Thompson of the Wisconsin Counties Association. And I am Mark O'Connell of the Wisconsin Counties Association. Our guest today is Dale Knapp, Director of Forward Analytics, the research arm of WCA. Welcome, Dale. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Mark. Good to be here. So good to have you here. And I'll tell you what, so good to be back together in person on this podcast after a very long pandemic. I feel like a year has been stolen from our lives. Absolutely. And you know what, Dale? You're the first guest back here after this long hiatus. And our last guest was recorded in this exact studio on March 10th, right before the world shut down. That was Charles Franklin of the Marquette Law School poll. So you are up today and you're talking about your latest report. Welcome. But, but now we're back. Now we are back. And we got, and Dale, I know you don't like this, uh, but it's the fact of the matter. It's just true. Uh, I always refer to you as the smartest guy in the state of Wisconsin and one of the best researchers in the country. I know you don't like to hear that, but the truth hurts, Dale. You are. So <laughs> tell us a little bit for our listeners. You are Forward Analytics. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and maybe what you did beforehand. Sure. Um, Forward Analytics has been around for three years now, um, which is it's been a, been a quick three years. Um, so we are the research arm of the Wisconsin Counties Association. Um, and I came over in, in May of 2018 after 18 years with the Wisconsin Taxpayers Alliance as the, the research director there. Um, and, and so, you know, what, what we're doing here since the, the, the Taxpayers Alliance has, you know, folded in with the Wisconsin Policy Forum, um, we're in, in some sense trying to do some of the things that the Taxpayers Alliance did, but um, effectively... Providing research, fact-based research, nonpartisan research, um, to that, that that's being read and used by county officials, local officials, uh, state legislators, and really the general public to understand big issues facing the state, um, and and they're and they're written in a way I think generally that that are understandable. They're not very geeky and um, hard to hard to. Uh, Comprehend now, Dale. You you work on things that are outside county government as well. I mean, the, the research you do covers everything in the public policy arena. Yeah, what we're, we're going to what we're going to talk about today is really the first thing that's um, a, a direct um, issue in terms of county government. So we've been working on a variety of things on on demographics. Um, we did a piece on broadband last fall. Um, so we're, we're um, we, we did some things on, on jobs uh, about a year and a half ago. So we're we're covering the, the the gambit here really, and we're just we're focusing on big issues facing the state, whatever those are. So you, I saw, I, I've read all the reports, but one of the interesting items in the demographics report, for example, the last time we had a birth rate this low was 1973. That's in your demographics report? That was in the demographics report. And just so the listeners know, that's, that, there's new numbers out for 2020. Um, the number of births in 2020 was the lowest since 1942. 
I mean, that think is, about that. That's think about big trouble for us. It, and it's going on everywhere, um, not only across the U.S., but across the world. We're seeing these declining birth rates. Um, and, and it's something we're going to have to figure out how to, to live with, how to restructure how we do everything, really. Michelle and I are talking with Dale Knapp, the director of Forward Analytics. Dale, uh, you mentioned these other reports. Where can a person find these reports? Are they on the web? Yeah, they are on the web at forward-analytics.net. And we will put these in the show notes at the uh, at the end of the page. Forward-analytics.net. And yes. a person can go to that site and read all of your reports? Is there a protected area or it's all open and available it's, for anyone? It's all open for everybody, um, free to the public, free to everyone. This, it's yeah. a gift from you to everyone. And you. <laughs> Dale, can you walk us a little bit about, walk us through the process. How does the report come to life? How are you identifying topics? Well, the, the topics come from all over the place. Um, you know, it's, it's from reading, from really knowing what's going on um, in terms of um, state issues, and so there's a lot of you know, reading that goes on in the background. Sometimes it just comes from ideas that in, in talking with, with someone, um, they, they throw out suggestions. A lot of times they, those suggestions aren't um, doable in terms of data, but a lot of times that you know, people have good ideas on, on topics that should be um, researched. And so once we identify a topic or two, um, we, one, look at you know, what kind of data is available to address those issues. Um, is it good data? Is it, you know, how, how good is the data? Um, and, and, and really, what can, what can we bring to, to this issue? And um, once we get that far, then it's really digging in and analyzing it, looking at it in a variety of different ways. And once you, you figure out what the data is telling you, then figuring out, okay, how are we going to get that into a report and get it into a um, format um, that is easy for people to comprehend. And that's, you know, me writing it initially, but then a number of, of staff, WCA staff that are um, very good at editing and making it, you know, taking my writing and, and editing it down to something that um, I think is very digestible. Well, that's, that's kind of a key point, I think, because there's a lot of research out there on a whole host of topics. And if the river is 10 feet deep, a lot of that research goes about two inches in. But your research, even though it's in a very understandable, consumable format, your research is going eight feet deep into this 10-foot deep river. Yeah, and I think there, there's really, there's, there's, there's a couple of types of research. There are, there's a lot of research out there that does go that 10 feet deep. Um, but for the average person, it's really indigestible. It's, it's in very um, geeky terms, economic terms, very complex that they don't, you know, make it digestible to the everyday person. That that's not an economist or a demographer, et cetera. So um, I think that's where we're a little bit unique in that we dig deep, um, but then we we put it in everyday words so that people can understand. Do you take offense, Dale, to being called an egghead or a brainiac? No. What about that's a, nerd? a compliment? I don't take offense too much. <laughs> <laughs> and how about when when you do the research? Do you know where it's going to go? Sometimes I have an idea, and um, sometimes you're surprised. There have been a few things where we're really um, surprised at, at what we, we end up finding. So um, you never know. Well, speaking of going deep and being surprised, we're talking with Dale Knapp, uh, Director of Forward Analytics. Your latest report, Rethinking Revenues, a National Perspective on Funding Counties. Um, 
What was that about, and what did we find? Well, you know, there, there's been um, a lot of research out there on um, state government funding. There's been some stuff on municipal funding, not much on county funding. Um, so one of the things that we did, we, we wanted to, to dig into what's happening in Wisconsin in terms of county funding. But, you know, more importantly, I think in some ways we wanted to put it in a national perspective. Um, are there things that other other states are doing in terms of county funding that are working that we might consider, um, you know, bringing on and, and using as our own if there's things that aren't working here. And, you know, um, a number of, there, there's a number of, of, of findings in here that were a little bit surprising. The big one was in terms of what's been happening with county spending since about 2008. Now, working for the counties association, I was the research arm, um, and, and looking at counties before that at the Taxpayers Alliance, um, you know, I knew there were some struggles in terms of, of counties uh, providing services and having the revenues for it. But one of the things we found is that in terms of inflation-adjusted expenditures from 2008 to 2019, they were down 7%, not not only up a little bit, but in terms of, of, of uh, inflation-adjusted, um, county spending is actually down over, over 11 years. That was a real surprise. That is very surprising. Now, uh, uh, that's in real dollars or adjusted for inflation? That's adjusted for inflation. Okay. So if you look at at just like um, how we how most people think about it, they're up less than 1% a year. So, it, I mean, if you think about it, if you're getting a raise of less than 1% a year, um, you're probably struggling financially after 11 years, um, trying to keep pace with right. food costs and all of those. Is there is there anywhere in this report where you talk about county gov- government being the most efficient and effective form of government? Is that woven in there, or is that just common knowledge to everyone? I, I'm assuming that's common knowledge to everyone. I mean, everyone knows. That. Don't <laughs> we, we know that, Michelle? We all know that, Mark. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. So, what else did we find? What are the other interesting findings with this, Dale? We so we we're, we're up less than one percent in spending. Uh, our counties are up less than 1% in spending, but what else did we find? Well, and, and, and sort of, I think you have to step back and say, okay, so why is that? What What's going on here? And um, th- there's, a, there's a couple of factors that have really played into it. Um, historically, the um, state-county relationship in terms of funding was about roughly a 50-50 proposition. So a lot of what counties do are state-mandated services. They're the administrative arm of the state. Um, And so the state recognized that. And if you go back to even 1987, they funded almost half of county services, counties funding about the other half. Yeah, I I mean, I've I've often said in in Wisconsin, and we're not... We're like some states, like New York, but we're very much unlike many states, uh, like many Western states. But I've often described county government in this way. There's a problem or a challenge in society. Our state policymakers come up with a solution, uh, but they're not really able to carry out the solution. So they ask county government to carry it out. It's a program or a function or a service. The state many times provides funding for that solution, sometimes not enough, and then the counties ask property taxpayers to supplement what the state, the, the dollars the state provides to the counties to carry out the state solution to society's challenge. That's where the rub comes in, because when, when there isn't enough money from the state to get the job done, we ask property taxpayers to supplement. And that's, that's the challenge we have with property taxes in Wisconsin. Yeah, and, 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 and that is, is really borne out in, in this study. So one of the things we find is 
since 1987, that share of state funding has gone from about 50% down to 26%. So About half? Yeah. So we're, we're, it, it basically that share has basically been cut in half. So uh, as you said, then we're asking property taxpayers to fund that. Nationally, um, during that period, what we saw was Wisconsin had the fourth highest um, additional use of the property tax um, you know, over that over that period because of that decline in, in state funding. So it, it did. It put a lot of pressure on the county property so tax. So, Dale, we've had uh, a, a, a property tax uh, restriction for a long time in this state. How, how does that play into this? I mean, the state funding has gone down, and yet we're, the counties are unable to generate dollars from the property tax. Does that mean less service is getting done, or were our counties not complying with the directives of the state? What's happening? Yeah, so, so what you've seen, again, since, since 2006, the property tax limits have been in place. Um, and so, and counties have few other revenue sources to, to deal with this. Um, so what are, where do they do? What do they do? They can't turn to the property tax anymore because of the limits. Um, most of them by mid 2000s already had the sales tax. Um, no other revenue sources. So, what they're doing is cutting spending in a variety of, of places, and it's different from county to county. But that means quality of life uh, gets affected. I mean, if you have a, if you have counties that are uh, do not have growth, they don't have a lot of building going on. And we have some that have a lot of building going on, some that have very little going on. Those that have building going on, they're able to maneuver this 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 minefield. But those that that don't, are we are they falling even further behind, or are the citizens getting even? I mean, is the quality of life reducing even more? Yeah, and 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 so we we should let our listeners know that so the the property tax limits tie what counties can how much counties can raise from the property tax based on the amount of new construction in their community, whether it's a city or village or in the county. Um, so yeah, it, it counties that, that don't have that, and if you go north, there, there's over the past decade, there's not been a whole lot of new construction. Um, they don't have the, the wherewithal to um, deal with the rising costs of, of providing services. And so they're now, cutting we, back we, we, var- various services, and, and it's different we, from county to county. When you say wherewithal, I mean, the county, our counties in in, in well, counties that have uh, less growth, they've certainly got the intellectual capacity and they're yes. doing whatever it takes to get the job done. But the, when we say wherewithal, we don't have the resources, the resources. Uh, because of new construction to, to I guess, fund our, our functions, uh, which does that put us in, in jeopardy in terms of compliance with state mandates? Well, it, it makes it, it, yeah, it makes it a real challenge to figure out, um, you know, state funding going down limits on the property tax, the cost of providing these services um, is going up. Um, the, the only place that, that you can go then um, is, is you know, cutting non-mandated services um, to, to be able to fund these. Because I think you know, they are state mandated, you're going to have to find ways to fund them. So how is it that Wisconsin continues to be the best state to live in in the country if we have this challenge? Well, you know, again, we're 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 doing things right um, in a lot of ways at, at the county level, um, everywhere. Um, but at the same time, this can't continue down this path, um, or we will see cuts that that really really hurt the quality of life. 
We're going to take a quick break. This is Local Gov Matters, the podcast of the Wisconsin Counties Association. We are here today with Dale Knapp, Director of Forward Analytics. Please stay with us. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about what other factors limited counties' ability to replace lost state aid. The Wisconsin Counties Association represents Wisconsin's 72 counties at both the state and federal level. Learn more about how counties impact your community at wicounties.org. Welcome back to Local Gov Matters, the podcast of the Wisconsin Counties Association. We're sitting down today to talk with Forward Analytics Director Dale Knapp about his latest report. The smartest guy in the state of Wisconsin. Smartest guy, Mark. And the best researcher in the country. And his report we're chatting about today is Rethinking Revenues, a National Perspective on Funding Counties. You should actually put that on a business card, Dale. Smartest guy in the state of Wisconsin. Or do you have it already? A little too pretentious. A little bit. First of all, I don't think my wife would let me to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So rethinking rethinking, um, revenues, uh, county revenues. Uh, What other interesting aspects did we find in this report? What... What, uh, when you read it after you got done, when you did the research, what is it you found that you said, that is really strange? Let me rethink that. I, I got to make sure that's right. Well, you know, there weren't a lot, that, there wasn't a lot that was really strange, but it was, um, you know, people talk about, well, you have the, the, the sales tax. The counties can, can impose a county sales tax as an alternative revenue source, which and, is true. How many counties have the sales? 68 counties. And we are that. now at 68 counties that have, have um, taken the state up on, on that. Um, but when you look at, at counties around the country, another uh, 30 other states allow county sales taxes, um, but we're tied for second lowest in the country. We have so a half cent county We have a half cent. Tax. I mean, okay. for example, go to Ohio. Ohio's revenue structure, spending structure is very similar to Wisconsin's, yet they allow a sales tax of up to 2.25%. And what does that mean? Their use of the property tax is 42% less than Wisconsin's. Okay, so what I guess what so, it means is that they have they maybe have the same kind of uh, uh, level of revenue, but they're getting more from sales tax as opposed to property tax. And with sales tax, you're getting it from people outside of your county, outside of your state. Yes, yes. So and, and, and we know that, you know, one of the things that, that we, you know, legislators know this, researchers know this, the public knows this every December, um, we have some of the highest property taxes in the country. So, you know, if you really want to think about property tax relief, often you have to think about what other revenues can we generate to offset those property taxes, to cut property taxes. Um, and Ohio would give you one example of a way to do that. Continue to fund counties, um, but do it in a different way um, in which you can significantly reduce um, the the burden on property owners. Are you suggesting in this report, Dale, that we change the mix of taxes that fund local government? I would say that that we should not be beholden to you know how we've done things in the past. We should always be thinking about what's the best way to fund county services, to fund municipal services, to fund schools, whatever that is. What's the best way? And if we come up with a, a way that works better, for whatever reason, whether it's um, it provides enough revenues to um, adequately fund services, whether it's um, to take some pressure off the property tax, whatever it is, we should always be rethinking and 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 be willing to 
make changes to how we fund governments in this state? Well, years ago, and and we were all around during this time, Michelle and Dale and I, and we're talking with Dale, Dale Knapp, Director of Forward Analytics, but years ago, Tommy Thompson created this thing called the Kettle Commission, and I'm going to unfairly characterize it this way. Uh, the Kettle Commission came out and said, if it's a human-based activity, the state should fund it. If it's a property-based activity, it ought to be based on, on property taxes at the local level. In other words, education is human-based, state ought to fund it. Juvenile corrections, human-based activity, state should fund it. Uh, local uh, garbage pickup, uh, recycling, that's local property tax. But we've, we really don't have that. Our system is really kind of mixed up and all over the place. So you're suggesting, Dale, I, I think, that we need to have a tax structure that's maybe aligned with our economy that and, and not get locked into it because, I mean, we, the, the society has changed enormously in the past 30 years. And it's changed very recently over the pandemic. So, but we're locked into these, we seem to be locked into these sort of policies about you can only fund it this way, you cannot use this type of type of revenue. And are you suggesting that's limiting us? It is, it is. And I, and I think one of the things we should do is, is we're, we're very good at, at putting Band-Aids on a lot of these issues. And so, um, you know, just just making small changes that we think um, are going to help, and and they might help um, in in the short run. But but I think more often we should be thinking bigger, um, thinking you know, and, and maybe we don't get the ideal system, but we should be able to think bigger and say, um, you know, is there a better way to fund counties and work toward getting it that direction? I th- I think this report, what some of these other states are doing. Um, gives us some ideas of, of, of how we might at least head in that direction. Well, I, and I've been, I, I go to the Capitol a lot. I talk with a lot of legislators. And I have to say, in that building, there are some big thinkers. Yeah. Uh, they think way into the future. They got really big ideas and how we position our state for future success. Part of the problem, it seems to me, is that we're kind of locked into these two and four year, I guess, time horizons because of elections. And we have a, a system where our, our policymakers have to. It's 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 difficult to think big politically because there's someone else that's going to think not so big for today, uh, and that's that's difficult. Um, it is. Um, how do we get around that? You know, it, 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 that's always a challenge. But but in most of these, the best interest of the state um, usually involves long term big thinking. Um, and, and and then acting on that, um, and I think legislators are are um, smart enough um, and skilled enough to talk with the voters and say, you know, this may seem like a the wrong move here in the short term, but in the long term, here's where it's going to pay off, you know, and and there might be some bumps along the road here. Um, but think 10 years down the road, this is what it's going to look like, and we're going to be a better state, a more attractive state to do business, to live, et cetera. Dale, uh, I'm Dale Knapp, uh, Director of Forward Analytics. I'm looking through the report. Tell me, where is that, on what page is it where you talk about county government being the best form of government? I can't find it. Yeah, where, I can't find it off the top of my head okay. either. It's in there yeah. somewhere. It's got to be. <laughs> Keep looking. It's, it's, it's woven throughout the whole thing, it is. isn't it, Michelle? Absolutely. We have been talking with Dale Knapp, Director of Forward Analytics, on his latest report, Rethinking Revenues, a National Perspective on funding counties. You can find this, as Dale mentioned, on the Forward Analytics website, 
forward-analytics.net. It will also be in the show notes, uh, so you can find it there. And Dale, with that, before we leave, can you share with us any of your upcoming research topics? Is there anything we can throw out there that you could look into for us? Well, we're, right now we're finishing up our, our green book, our fact fact book for, for counties, um, and, and we're right now we're we don't have anything definitive yet. We're we're looking at um, some higher education and K twelve education issues, um, and we're also looking at thinking about some of the um, lifestyle and workforce implications of the pandemic coming out of the pandemic as we get to um, normal life. What is that going to look like? Um, and what does that mean for the state? So Dale, this concludes our podcast. We thank you so much for being back with us. So great to actually be in person. We, we got to bring Dale back from time to time uh, on all of the reports that come out. This is research that really it, in consumable, bite-sized pieces that everyone can understand and really get something out of it. I strongly encourage people, go to forward-analytics.net, take a look at these reports. There's Rethinking Revenues, the demographic study, the broadband issue. You've done a lot of really, really good work. And uh, Dale, again, if you don't like it, you are the smartest guy in the state of Wisconsin, best researcher in the country, and his, his work can be found on forward-analytics.net. Absolutely. We'll put that in the show notes. And always, you can find Local Gov Matters on your favorite podcast app. From iTunes to Podbean to Stitcher, you can also link to this podcast from our WCA website, wicounties.org. Stitcher. I've never heard of Stitcher. Yep, what is Stitcher? It's a place to listen to podcasts. A new podcast? All, the, all the true crime podcasts, everything that you might enjoy. They sew everything together and so. Oh, clever See, Again, clever. the smartest guy That's in the it. room. That's it. Okay, very We also good. want to Thank give you. a quick thanks to our community radio partners who broadcast the podcast on their stations, Oshkosh, Rice Lake, Wapaka, and Sun Prairie. And as always, we encourage you to contact us with ideas for future podcast topics. We will see you on the next episode of Local Gov Matters. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Dale. Thank, Thank you, Dale. You.